In this video, I cover a question from somebody, which is, is private bridging a viable alternative? Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. This comes up quite often uh, and it is also popular, uh, but not everybody seems to sometimes grasp it. So private bridging serves a purpose and that purpose, generally speaking, is you either can't get a loan elsewhere or you've got a loan elsewhere and you need some form of mezzanine finance, i.e. there's a gap. So let's say you need 300,000 pounds, the bank's giving you 200,000 pounds, you need another 100,000 pounds, which you can't raise. So in that scenario, you would go to a bridging company or a private uh, bridging company. The same would apply if you look, let's say you're buying a house, it doesn't have a kitchen and a, and a bathroom. Uh, a mortgage company says it's uh, uninhabitable for mortgage purposes, therefore they won't give you a loan. So you can either get those things fixed through the, the existing owner, the seller, or you can get uh, a private bridging loan, get those things fixed and anything else, and then refinance through a traditional lender. Uh, that pretty much is uh, in, a in a roundabout way. I'm, I'm not covering every single thing, but in a roundabout way, those are the kind of common scenarios uh, why people use a private bridging company. Uh, and the crux of the matter is simple. If there's enough profit in the deal, if the deal is good enough and it's workable, once you do your sums, even having paid the costs of uh, private finance, if the deal works, then go for it, absolutely. If it's a very, very tight deal and you need to include private bridging in there, it's gonna cause a loss. And if you're not gonna be able to make up that loss uh, in the short term, uh, or even in the medium term, it probably isn't worth doing. So the benefit is you get the cash pretty quickly, less questions asked, and they're reasonably flexible. So that you can get bridging funds from one month up to around 18 months that I've seen. Some maybe longer, some, uh, but usually between one to 18 months. Obviously one month is gonna be uh, very expensive. And they tend to charge you around about anywhere from say, 0.8% to 1.5% per month. Some may be cheaper than that, some may be more expensive than that. But but if you in your mind average out 1% per month, that should get you there or thereabouts. Uh, so it's not cheap, but it is a solution to a problem or challenge that you have, which is you can't get the cash. You need to get the cash. Your traditional high street banks aren't interested. Your the bigger challenger banks aren't interested. Those who do development finance aren't interested. So you want to do the deal. And if the deal works and, uh, and the margin's there, then bridging finance is a good alternative. A lot of people use it. I've used it. It works well. Uh, and it's a really neat way of getting to do deals. Of course, once you've done a few deals and you've got better experience and history, then that's going to open up more avenues for you. Even then, it's not to say that you won't have an opportunity where your need for bridging finance, even then, 
you may have a deal which is uh, margin wise may be slightly tight but numbers wise big let me give you an example let's say you're doing a deal where you're making a 20% margin on a development uh, now 20% is kind of average or for me I, I, I want more than 20% uh, but some banks might not be too happy with that uh, and it might not work for their loan to value on GDV for example uh, which therefore means you then need to find bridging finance to bridge the gap but overall because it's a big deal you're making 500,000 pounds profit so the profit hard number is good but the margin is tight and therefore the numbers don't stack up on the appraisal for a traditional lender and you have to go to a, a bridging company and let's say you have to pay a hundred grand to a bridging company you're still left with four hundred thousand pounds so from your point of view even though the, the physical margin gets tighter the number four hundred thousand pounds works for you overall and you might think that is a reasonable exchange in terms of the benefit you're going to get which is going to enable you to make four hundred thousand pounds it's a reasonable exchange to pay a hundred thousands, hundred thousand pounds to get to that place. So it's all about doing the numbers, working it out, making sure it works for you, making sure that the deal is not going to uh, be killed off by paying a bridging company. And if that works, then I'd say seriously consider doing it. That's how I use bridging. That's how most of my clients use bridging. Uh, if you've got other alternatives, feel free to share them in the comments below. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.